Hey guys, it's the Grim After Show. We're talking about season five, episode 17, in, a, in Ugami. I know what show this is. You know what show this is. It's time to talk Grim. Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, welcome. It's the Grim After Show. Zach's not here, so I'm messing everything up. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have not already, go to youtube.com slash TV. Hit subscribe. We're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. I'm your host. That's right. Zach's out. Yell's here. <laughs> Yell Teagle. At Yell Teagle. Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I'm joined by two of the same person, Tari Miller. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-E-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And Dylan. Hello. I'm Dylan Chance. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. You guys are Very both easy. here. Yes. yes. It's an after-image mirage thing. Don't believe anything you see. I'm so yes. here. I feel like I'm here all by myself. <laughs> I have a feeling that this show isn't really happening and no one can see me. <laughs> what is a show really, guys? <laughs> I feel invisible. Um, as we always start our shows, I will start with the quote. Yes. Yay. Yay. I did Do it in a, yeah. in a Zach voice. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Revenge is the act of passion. Vengeance is an act of justice. Yes. Ooh. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I immediately was like, Batman. Like, as soon as I heard that line. Oh, nice. Um, it's a quote by Samuel Johnson. Mm. Ah. Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of this. Vengeance on my plane. Revenge. Vengeance on my plane. Um... Oh, yeah, I did it. I read the quote and I found out who it was. My job is done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All Thanks right. for on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Twitter. <laughs> okay. At Twitter. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter. Good I'll job. be there on Thursdays. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Inugami. Here's what happened. Every time I see this word, where they said it in the episode, or I thought about the episode, all I could think of was the Friends episode, Unagi. Yes. Nobody? With, no, yes. Neither of you That's, it's an eel. Yeah. Yes. Do you not watch Friends? No. Whatever. I'm sure the fans were like, me too, or not. Yeah. Um, do we have a chat roll up somewhere? Um, I have it here. It's intermittent, but I got it. Okay. So we're not ignoring you completely. Yeah. I would, I will be, though. All right. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. I want to start this episode talking about the stuff that we actually want to talk about this week, because it's all we want to talk about is Eve and Adeline and Nick and Renard and mm. Rachel. Wow. That's a lot. And I Oh, yeah, we just want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so Eve starts with her meeting with Nick, and she tells him that Renard's working with Black Claw, um, and Nick finds out that Eve was Renard, and that Eve slept with Rachel. Mm-hmm. So it must have happened. She said she slept with her. Right, right? which uh, so, concerns me now. Round two must have worked. Uh, maybe she meant like they slept, They like they had a nice little slumber. And then... So now Eve Ooh, has raped Rachel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, are we not going to address uh. this? <laughs> I was implying that they just napped. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's official that, yeah, you know... That happened. Non-consensual acts were took place. Yes. And you were right. She did pull up the, uh, oh, that makes up for last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the best. What she says uh, makes up for last time. He goes, wait, what? She goes, exactly. <laughs> no. He didn't push it any further. I would have been like, what are you talking about? No. Right. What yeah. do you mean last hey, time? He's secure in his Yeah, manhood. he's like, okay. He's whatever. like, I was satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really care. 
Yeah. He doesn't care how she feels. Um, yeah. So she uh, Eve also warns Nick that Adeline's suppressant won't work, won't last too much longer, mm-hmm. which is even creepier when Eve approaches um, Adeline and confronts her and is like, I know you're a hex and beast. She's like, I'm not. <laughs> but she is. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were promised a bigger beast like, fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it felt like it was supposed to be, or at least the way it was played in the the preview. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they're gonna go toe to toe. It's gonna be beast versus beast, and they're gonna throw blows, and it's gonna be a telekinesis fight. Oh, but it was it's just like, coming. <laughs> is it? Is it's, it it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Game of Thrones. It's coming. Just wait. <laughs> it's coming. Five seasons later, <laughs> it's still coming. Um, no, I agree with you. I was expecting a beast fight. Um, and then Adeline reveals that she's, I guess, fully back mm-hmm. when she goes to her job interview. A lot of fans were like, why would you take a baby to a job interview? Well, she said beforehand. Yeah. She said, like, I'm going to work for them as long as they let me bring my baby. No, I so get that. They might want to meet the baby. It could be a crazy baby, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. you got a screaming, crying baby all the time. The job interview goes, no, 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 no. Never mind. Not with this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing that happens? Could be. I don't know. I've never brought a baby to a job interview. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll bring... It, it like, adds a, a bit of, like, uh, sympathy in that, like, hey, if I don't get this job, like, this baby's going to starve to death. And so they're like, <laughs> I, I have to hire this person, right? Like, I can't I let this baby starve. I still think it would be, like, if I was a boss and, and I was going to give someone a job and they, their condition was I get to bring my baby to work, I'd be like, yeah, let me meet the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you would want to meet the kid, right? That seems creepy to me. <laughs> I mean, and she was pretty much guaranteed the job. Like, right. The moment she walked in, he's like, so when can you start? Which I I wish I had my uh, job interviews like that, where the, <laughs> I just walk in and they're like, yeah, you know, bring your baby, do whatever you want. Well, it's not, that wasn't a job interview exactly. It was a, like, when are you coming back to us? We need you. Right. Yeah, we want a hex and beast back. Which, uh, let's talk about her boss, because he is a, um, uh, could you press the long German one, please? Yeah. Lausenschlong. What was he? Oh, oh. oh Lausenschlong. One more time. Lausenschlong. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Zach, who sent in audio of him <laughs> trying yes. to pronounce it, and all I can hear is schlong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're right. on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lousy schlong. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, that's the snake guy that her boss is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, We've seen names. those before. Right. Yeah. yeah. What What are they called again? Can we hear it again one more time? Lausenschlong. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ghost Zack is so cool. Ghost Zack? Ghost Zack. Oh, we'll talk about ghosts. Yes. Oh, ghost dog. Oh. Yeah. Zack Gummy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Zack Gummy. I like that a lot. I'm going to yeah. call him that to his face. Um... All right, so it seems like the Natalin situation is, uh, there's kind of been a, a wrench thrown in it because not only does Eve warn Nick that Adeline's becoming a hexabeast again, but Rosalie kind of is like, by the way, she was supposed to tell you that she's a, a hexabeast now. Right. Yeah, yeah, I knew about it. Sorry. Yeah, Rosalie, I, I agree that Nick should know, but she's not being a good friend to Adeline. <laughs> I mean, she, is she really Adeline's friend, though? Adeline says she, that Rosalie's the only person she has. Yeah, that doesn't make them friends necessarily. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, not to be heartless or cold or anything. Say it's just it. they 
she has a lot more allegiance to Nick. Like, they've been through a lot together. And Adeline, I think she takes a lot of pity on Adeline, but overall, it doesn't mean that they are officially on the same side. Like, mm-hmm. Adeline is still an, a somewhat adversarial character. At least, uh, Hex and Beast Adeline is. Yeah. Um, I think also, Eve, is there something in the chat you'd like to share? Oh, you know, someone just said that our... Without Zach, our IQ level of the show has sunk to new lows. Yeah. Thanks, David London. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm flattered. Uh, so, anyway, um, when Eve confronts Adeline, she warns her that Black Claw is going to approach her. And I think that that is an interesting, uh, you know, warning right there. Mm-hmm. Because Eve now knows a little bit more about Black Claw and what's going on with Renard than everybody else. Right. And I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. A lot of people are in the chat are talking about Diana meeting Kelly. Like, what oh, is Diana yeah. going to think of Kelly? Oh, her yeah. sibling. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, but Eve also threatens Adeline that if she hurts Nick, she's going to hurt her. So there is still some emotion there with Eve. I want to believe that it's because Eve knows that Nick is useful to HW. Like, I want to believe that that's her motive. Maybe. Though, like, I with Meisner being gone this long, there's a chance that also her training is starting to slip a little bit. Like, his presence kind of kept her in her, like, robotic state. But, like, his absence has allowed her to kind of... Because she's... Since he's been gone, she's definitely gone rogue. <laughs> I heard it. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly yeah. Clarkson started playing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I got you. <laughs> uh, um, it's like she could breathe for the first time. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so Rachel uh, kind of threatens Renard, reminding him that he's gonna got to settle down and he's got to pop the question, which is concerning to me, um, <laughs> because he needs a family. And he says, I don't have a family. And her response is, don't worry, you will. That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Rachel's gone from like... Manipulative to creepy. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it. I think that it's a weird strategic move in that it as a as a voter, mm-hmm. I would be like, this guy's <laughs> just trying to play to the family vote. Like he, yeah. he he proposes, he finds this kid out of nowhere. Like, did he steal that kid? Like, where did it come <laughs> from? Yeah. The, all to get my vote. And like I I don't think it's a the best strategy, at least from a political standpoint. You could just say that he's a... Uh hasn't been parading her around. He wanted to keep his privacy. Mm. She's been yeah, there all along. <laughs> my problem is that he um, he's going to go from this single, like, eligible bachelor to, oh, no, I've been with this woman. We have a child who's, you know, 10. Yeah. Like, all along. Yeah. Where? That doesn't make sense. Well, They right. sound made up. <laughs> it's true. They sound made up. I should be 20 next week, so. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, so we met Diana! Yay! Yay! For like a second. Yeah. Um, it Again, uh, I think we were talking about this off camera, um, uh, but I, if, I feel like it confirms that Meisner is a super double agent. Because we've, we've had tweets throughout since Friday asking, like, how did Black Claw get Diana and all that stuff? And I think yeah. that, like... Because Meisner was like, I put her in a safe place. And that means that, like, unless there was a big, giant uh, raid on a HW hideout somewhere, uh, Meisner had to have given it to them. Well, speaking of safe places, I want to tell you guys about a safe place. 
kind of. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. On okay. Tuesday, April 19th on CW, it's coming and there is no cure. The greatest enemy comes from within. From co-creators of The Vampire Diaries, Julie Pleck, and Emmy Award-winning director of Game of Thrones comes the riveting outbreak thriller, Containment. Get it? Containment. Yes. Uh, when a mysterious and deadly epidemic breaks out in Atlanta, a massive urban quarantine is quickly enforced. Loved ones will be torn apart, and those on both sides of the fence will be put to the ultimate test of survival. Not just fighting disease, but fear, isolation, and the unknown. But is this virus an act of Mother Nature, terrorism, or something far more sinister? The truth will not be contained. Secrets begin to unravel, society begins to crumble, but unlikely heroes will rise. Ordinary people will defy the most extraordinary odds. Don't miss the most utterly terrifying yet highly anticipated new series, Containment. The must-see limited series event premieres Tuesday, April 19th. Catch it only on The CW. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's where, it sounds like it's going to be good. That's where Diana was. That's <laughs> where she was. She was contained in yeah. Atlanta. Nice. That's my guess. <laughs> I just have to tell you about it before I can tell you what my guess was, because otherwise it didn't make sense. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So back to your theory about Meisner being a double agent. Yes. Since Diana was supposedly with friends, says Meisner, um, and we believed with the resistance, I personally believed with the royals, um, it, I guess it makes sense that he's been off getting her from wherever she was. Right. From Black Claw. Is Meisner a villain? I don't know. What do you think? I like the secret double agent idea. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. He's working for both sides. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't... I feel like Black Claw would know about him, though. But well, maybe they so would. he's so high up in Black Claw. Yeah. Or, sorry, he's so high up in HW that he could easily be actually... I mean, he works for everyone, right? right. Didn't he work for the Resistance? Well, and so then this, we yeah. were under the impression that since he was... Uh, for hire. Yeah. That he actually was HW pretending to be a merc. A merc. I see. Yeah. That That's the theory. Yeah, someone said they're going to try and kill Meister. And <laughs> then the next person said, yeah, would not like that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, as I said off camera, like, I don't care what side he's on. Yeah. As long as he's alive. Right. Yep. I mean, I think that if there was a twist where essentially he was Lucian's boss. Um, I think that would be a great way to kind of have, one, this character that we've always trusted, especially since it's kind of been the theme since the whole Renard thing, mm-hmm. um, come back and that I would love the last battle to be between Meisner and Nick. Not necessarily a fight to the death, but like a battle between the two of them be, in, in that like Meisner could be the, the big top boss. Mm. I mean, that would be awesome because we still don't know where he is in terms of human versus um, Grim versus Vesin right. versus he could be anything. Yeah. Versus disgraced royal. That was your theory? Yes. Nice. Um, and I still <clears throat> like the idea of him being a disgraced, uh, disgraced royal. I also just feel like that to me from a storytelling standpoint would mean more because we don't know Lucian. We don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. We're so close to the end of the season that like a battle with Lucian would be like okay that happened but a battle with Meisner would be like an it would be epic it would be something that we cared about because we've spent so much time like growing so fond of this guy mm-hmm. and for him to like turn that knife and be the ultimate enemy i think that would be the best way to have his story kind of come full circle yeah 
it's a good theory. It sounds really fun, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, before we talk about our investment of the week, because we still have a whole storyline to talk about, um, I want to take a ma- moment. I want to speak English here and take a moment to thank our fans. Thank you guys so much. Thank Yay! you to everyone who is live in the chat. Thank you to everyone who goes to iTunes. That's right. If you go to iTunes and subscribe, you don't miss a single episode, and you really don't want to. But also, if you like us, you should bang on your keyboard and leave a comment, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to actually like put comments. words. Yeah. yeah. Just like this comment. Enter. Z z z z z z. Right. That'll work. Five stars, that one. (laughs) That's right. If you like us, hit the five stars. If you don't like us, you can hit four stars. The other stars, they don't work. Don't don't even bother. Not worth it. Um, Yeah. Do we have any reviews we want to read? Uh, We do not not since last week. Great. Thanks, guys. Change that. Make sure that you leave us a comment on iTunes, and we'll read them right here on the Grim After Buzz show. Yeah. And when Zach's back, he'll read them. Yes. But he does. (laughs) <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about the Vessin of the Week. Um, so we have a Vessin. Let's hit that other sound cue that we have. Kitsune. 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 Okay, that's enough of Zach. <laughs> How is it actually said? Kitsune. All right, and that's Japanese. It's Japanese for wolf, basically. Or, no, fox. not wolf, fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we meet this kid, Brian, no, Roger, no, Brian. We meet Brian, <laughs> who's not... Brian Roger. <laughs> well, we have Roger and Brian, you know, um, kid names. And um, Brian won't answer the phone when Roger calls. Yeah. Brian gets attacked. Brian gets taken away. Brian gets beheaded. Normal night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems, you know. Portland. <laughs> Um, I feel like I've seen enough uh, like forensic-y shows mm-hmm. to know that like if you're gonna murder someone, you don't leave like bu- you don't leave a little trophy behind. Right. So like him leaving the the dog origami um, was really funny because it's like, well, if they catch you, like they know everywhere you've been. It's like the the sticky bandits where you leave uh, uh, or the wet bandits where you leave water at all all the houses that you robbed. Uh, then the police know that you robbed all those houses. Like, it, it connects you. Also, origami, you use your hands and there are fingerprints. Yes. Like, that's just silly. <laughs> and you're a lawyer. You should know this, right? Yeah. He was a lawyer. It's tradition. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> it is my tradition to leave fingerprints at every place. <laughs> at the crime scene. Yeah. Um, so we find out that Roger and Brian... Uh, were convicted of criminally negligent homicide and got five years probation. And this was my favorite moment was when, um, so Kuma is their friend that they killed, when Jin's dad um, was suspected of being the killer and uh, Brian's dad was being attacked. I really wanted them to say to, um, to Jin, like, don't worry, the guy who attacked, or the guy you attacked you're gonna get um, you're gonna get five years probation also. Like, <laughs> like it's we're gonna make it fair. Yeah. Because criminally negligent homicide. Oh no, five years probation. That's yeah, totally. You killed someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel mean, like that's lenient. Gravity killed someone. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> the story that they told uh, in court, they killed someone. Right. Accidentally. Well, it was a accidental gunshot, right? What what right. what's the going crime for that? Like, I mean, what's the going uh, punishment for that? Cuz that happens all the time. Yeah. That happens like all the time. I mean, it depends I on your seen... ethnicity. Oh, dude. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true. I'm going to stop where oh, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, just what's happening in the chat. Brian and Roger. 
their their sentences should have been different then. Um, right? Maybe yeah, they tried them surprising. together. Yeah, they tried them together. Um, yeah, so we uh, find out that it was um, the lawyer who was there um, in Ugami. And you and I had a... We were discussing this. Yes. So we were under the impression that the Inugami was a concept, right? Right. Uh, because as it's explained in the episode, it's a it's essentially a, a ghost or spirit that uh, protects your family and seeks vengeance on your behalf. I mean, the, even the term Inugami is Japanese for dog god. Mm-hmm. So, like, we we were under the impression that it's not a Vesson in and of itself, but a essentially a concept for Vesson, just like they had, you know, the the whatever other things. Um, I mean, yeah, but it's it's like a shinigami or like anything else, shikigami, like all that stuff. Like it's it's all these god characters that are in the mythos of what their belief system are, but it's not a vessel in and of itself. So I was under the impression that the lawyer was also Kitsune, right? I thought so too, yeah. Um, yeah. And that he, as their inugami, was just their protector. Right. But that his vessel was the same. Was the same. I thought so. Okay, so the Grim Wiki has it differently, has them as two separate Vessen, and when you look at them... They do look different? They look different. The lawyer has hmm. no fur on his face, oh. and I assumed it was because he was old. Right. Like, instead of balding on his head, he balds from his face. <laughs> Maybe it was something like it possessed him, and that his, his whole life then changed into that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. the remember the Native American vessel? Yeah, yeah. And it, it would go into uh, him and, go in. and it would come through. Maybe that's it, since he's their protector. Mm-hmm. Since the kitsune s- saved his life. Yeah. That yeah. spirit went into him, and now his whole life he has to... Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Interesting. If they're not the same, I don't know how else to explain it. Right. Yeah. So we take it to the chat and the comments. Please tell us what, how you uh, interpreted this. Because it's really interesting, but also confusing. Um, uh, what did you guys think of this Vessen of the Week story? Oh, look, Nikki yes said the same thing. There's, wasn't there a guy with the Native American story that possessed people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. What did you guys think of the story? Did you like it? Um, I thought it was interesting. Like, I liked that the the family was trying to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, I Part of me uh, felt like they were just like, all right. We have a, a Japanese vessel, so we're gonna throw in as much Japanese stuff as we can. Origami, swords, tradition, samurais, bam, 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 Japan! Honor. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah. good, so we all felt that. <laughs> um, I also feel like, so the actress who played um, Kuma's mom, uh, who is very well known from Gilmore Girls. Also, Kuma, Japanese for bear. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they're. Fox bears? <laughs> yeah. That explains the adorableness. Yeah. Um, the cuddliness. Yeah. Um, so, so the mom, uh, amazing actress, what a waste of a guest star. <laughs> I'm sorry. If anything, she should have been the one running around trying to protect the boys from uh, from the lawyer. Right. Like, what a waste of a guest star. She's. <laughs> I've been waiting for her all season. Oh. I'm sad. I wanted to see more... When I first saw, like, the glimpses of, like, Katana and stuff, I was like, yeah. ooh, I thought we were going to go into some, like, Oni thing, like, mm-hmm. like Japanese demon spirits coming yeah. out, and I'd be like, oh, that's going to be awesome. And then it was just some fox guy, and I was like, oh, okay. So next season. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. It would be amazing if there was a, like, a 
a Vessen council that is all ninja, that would be amazing. <laughs> like it's it's their it's their Eastern council, <laughs> and so like now that especially once we find out that the kids saw the the boy Vogue, mm-hmm. then it's like well you know the the Eastern council man they're they're uh-huh. the hardcore they're sending they send like ninjas after you. Oh nice, um, I like that. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. Let's see that next season. How's Nick gonna fight ninjas? He's, uh, he's a grim. Yeah, well, unless he gets his like super grim back, that <laughs> seems to have disappeared. He, it's it comes and comes. Yeah. yeah, I mean he did a kip up today, so yeah. that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. Props to his stunt guy. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that stunt guy made his money. Yeah, <laughs> worth it. Okay, um, let's talk about Wu's nightmare. All right. Thoughts? <laughs> I'm sorry. This Wu storyline is playing out too slow for me. It, like, it reminds me of when uh, Renard was possessed by Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. yeah. where we get these little glimpses of, like, a, a warped psyche. And so it's implied that he was having a dream, but in the dream was real and that he was out running in the forest. Right, because we see the leaves. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm assuming, uh, yeah, like he's, he's basically becoming a Vessin, which kind of like, I've, I've touched on this probably every week I've been here where it's like, I like the idea of a human becoming a Vessin because it blurs the line between what, uh, Black Claw wants, which is like Vessin dominance and what, you know, Grimms and Nick want where it's like maintain status quo, but like that disrupts both of those things when humans start becoming Vessin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll say this though, but your point about Renard's storyline, at least with Re- Renard's storyline, we ended up with him shirtless all the time. Uh huh. And Reggie has stayed dressed, uh, sorry, Wu has stayed dressed the whole time. Do you, do you want to see Wu <laughs> running around shirtless? I, I believe in equal screen yeah. time for everyone. All right, there you go. We'll get it. Okay. Yeah. In his transformation episode, when we see the full transformation, yeah. he rips his shirt off. Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Um, all right, and then we also have Monrosalie's Tunnel Adventures, which was super fun. Um, but short. But short, and they didn't find they, anything. They didn't do anything. They yeah. opened a door, and then they were like, oh, it's dark. And well, then, so they opened oh, the door. Leave. So from what I understand of how this tunnel works, right? Mm-hmm. They open the wall, and then you go down a bit, and then you go, like, um, straight a bit, and there's a door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've opened the door. On the other side of the door is, like, a giant pit. Right. So they climbed down the giant pit and got to the sewers, correct? Uh, I don't know if they were sewers necessarily. I thought well, they were just... The Shanghai tunnels. Right. Where they found the skeleton. Yeah. So I'm just trying to draw a map in my head, right? Okay. Through the wall, down, straight, open door, yeah. down a pit. Right. Ground. Yeah. And they said, we're probably under the city in the Shanghai tunnels. Mm-hmm. Right. Skeleton. Yes. And then they climbed back up the way they came. That's it. Yep. Time to go. I mean, the moment you see a skeleton, man, that's like... You got to bring Nick in. He's cop, right? Yeah. So, mm. what, what does Nick want to do with that skeleton? Report it? <laughs> Probably not. He's Probably not. Not the best cop. <laughs> <laughs> Abandon all hope, all ye who enter. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I just felt like they didn't discover anything. Like, we figured out what was at the bottom of the pit. More tunnel. Okay, mm. keep going. They don't have that kind of time. They, That's true. They they they, they, they were well. They, they were got yeah. Stuck. True. They were trying to beat her coming home. So I imagine that they, they were going to keep going until they found an exit. Yeah. And yeah. And see where it led. Right. You don't want to 
That's risky. You don't know what's down there. <laughs> yeah, but you always know you have a way back. Well, I'll send you down there into those yeah. dark, deep tunnels underneath the city of Portland where Vessin go crazy and kill everyone. Um, <laughs> to be completely honest, I was saying I would rather keep going than try to go up that <laughs> that, that uh, ladder, go back up the giant hole. Right. I was like, that sounds exhausting. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> That's what I thought. No? I'm alone on that one? I mean, I guess so. Though, like, it stands to reason that there's another giant ladder on the other side. You don't know. That's true. It's just a ramp. There's an elevator. <laughs> on the other side, there's an elevator, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I imagine it led out into, like... Is is Nick going to have his own bat cave? Is that what's happening? Oh. Yeah. If that's where we're heading, the, I'm really The Grim Cave? It. Yeah. It would connect to the HW uh, headquarters. It connects mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Oh, he can go anywhere so... he wants under yeah. the city. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But that feels like we should head into predictions. Ooh. And now, you're after Buzz <laughs> TV. Predictions. Um, I mean, we're just, we're already there. Uh, so in the promo for next week, if you have not seen it for some reason, um, we've got a bone-sucking bird. Yeah. All right. And it's got woo, possibly. No. Oh. No. That's it. That's all we got in the promo. All right. Uh, it makes sense that a, bo- a, a bird would be sucking bones because they have very like light bones, so mm-hmm. maybe it needs to sustain its, itself by eating bone. Um, Thank or- you, science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I feel bad for Wu. I feel like he always gets the short end of the stick. Um, and I think someone in the chat, I don't know where it was, I'm, I apologize, if this was you, thank you, but um, they had suggested that essentially they're trying to get Wu in a stressful situation to make him, force him to Vogue, mm. and I like that idea. Ooh, yeah, I think about that. Yeah. Interesting. He just goes crazy. <laughs> so next week we'll get that. But I thought that was like a, yeah. I thought his Vogue was like, it only, it, like, it can only happen. Like full moon. Full moon. Yeah. Like that's it. So it's not gonna work, right? Maybe next week's a full moon. Maybe it is. That's true. I mean I've been waiting for them that to That bird like only give sucks us... bones on a full moon. <laughs> yeah. And it just happens that he picked a guy that is yeah. also a werewolf, so it's cool. I've been waiting for them to like acknowledge where we are in terms of time. Yeah. Right? Because, like so Diana is growing however she wants. Right. Um Kelly is still a baby. Mm-hmm. Um time has not moved too quickly. Right? Because we also, they did not try to read more of the text on the cloth. Right. So it's like they kind of got part of a word and we're like, let's put that aside for a month. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we have a we have a whole bunch of mysteries and you guys are dilly-dallying with this kid who's got beheaded. Like, <laughs> seems... yeah, Priorities, people. <laughs> right? End of the world. Beheaded kid. Did you want him to try the stick on the beheaded kid? Let's see if this works. Just poking it. That and great. Um, though I feel like not a lot of time has passed because I don't think that Eve would have sat on the the information about Renard for more than a day. So like you have to imagine that the last few episodes took place over the course of like three days or four days or maybe a week. You think she slept with Rachel and the next day went to tell Nick? I would imagine so. That would sound correct. Yeah. All right. Um, but before that, like, I'm just trying to get an idea. Cause she also was Renard. She, like, tested out being Renard before she went to see Rachel. Yeah. How long did that last? You know what I mean? Like, they're just time questions. Right. Mm. Which, I don't know. I feel like it was 
a few days, if not maybe a week later. Right. It's just been a few weeks since we got scratched. I'm waiting for a full, like, yeah. full moon, right, yeah. guys? It's about 28 days apart. <laughs> Let's assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe soon. 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 Yeah. I assumed four episodes because <laughs> I thought that'd be a nice way to do it. Right. But no, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking logically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think now would be a good time for a, a time skip, especially so we could set up whatever Eve is planning. Because mm-hmm. she's like, things are going to move fast. We got to make sure that we have all the pieces in place. So, like, <laughs> I imagine that once once she plans out her thing, mm-hmm. then it'll be just a matter of her kind of bringing the other people in and then everything just, all the dominoes just falling. Well, did the Scooby gang ever agree to join HW officially? I don't think they haven't signed any papers. They didn't talk about compensation. Right. Officially, yeah. no. Yeah. I don't think that's <laughs> how it works. It was kind of just like, you come work for us. Yeah. But, like, Nick has not only a job, but also a grim responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Grim responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, all right, uh, you can do this for us for exposure. Uh, you're an intern now. <laughs> yeah. Work the work, get us all coffee. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll let you use our equipment. Any other predictions? Yeah. Any other predictions? Um... I'm uh, all right. I'm gonna predict that essentially, Renard is is going to talk to Adeline, and Adeline is gonna uh, either double agent or turn sides for Diana. So ne- next episode or the episode after that, Adeline and Diana are gonna be face to face, and it's gonna really call into question her loyalties. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You do you think Adeline is going to separate regardless of what happens? You yes. think that ship is hitting some rocks? Yeah, we're going to get it back. It's not going to be... Uh, what was Nick and Juliet? What was their... Nick New and Juliet? Juliet? <laughs> no, I don't think they had a ship. I don't, did they have not? I, they didn't have I feel like they were people, together They were together, already. so, so no you didn't one have shipped to. it. Well, they were like, I like this. I'll deal with it. We're right. going to go to Neve. Ooh. I like Neve. Yeah. I like the ship name. Calm down, fans. Please don't hate me. The ship name works. Yeah. Um, I mean... I don't remember the question. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um... I predict that uh, Adeline is not going to see Diana until the end of the episode. Oh, sure. Like yeah, so there can be a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's going to be like a <gasps> type of thing. Yeah. That was a gasp for those who didn't get what I was doing. <laughs> I like Do it again. <laughs> By the way, did you see the little shot they, they show where when she vogues into her Hex and Beast, the baby is like, <laughs> yeah, the baby <laughs> smiled. He's like, makes a weird face. I'm pretty sure that baby would have screamed. <laughs> I'm confused as to what that baby was thinking. Oh, mommy. <laughs> no. I don't think that's it. I, well, I mean, that stands to open the question. Maybe the baby isn't Vesson or Grim. Maybe it couldn't even see that she transformed. Right. Well, oh. I mean, even if it was Grim, it wouldn't see it at baby. Right? It's got to, right. it happens at some point. Yeah. Po- way post puberty. Like Nick got it in his late 20s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. When he moved into his big boy body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he became an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I also predict that Zach will be back He's next here. Week. He's here right now. He <laughs> said, guys, I made it. <laughs> Good job, Zach. Yeah, right on time. <laughs> uh, I predict he'll be here in this seat so that I don't have to. Yay. Um, until then, Dylan, where can people keep up with you? You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. That's D-I-L-L-O-N-C-H-A-N-C-E. 
and then I'm there always. Always? Always and forever. Aww. Aww, each mm. moment with you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Excellent. Are you on other panels as well? I'm on lots of other panels. You can find me on Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, Ooh, wow. The Hundred. Uh, and you keep an, keep an eye on my Twitter. Uh, there's a presidential campaign going on in Far, Far Away. And uh, on the DreamWorks TV channel, I am doing some campaigns. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Ooh, presidential campaign. Yeah. Fancy. Um, you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything at yelltegel. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Also, I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. It's sometimes as dirty as it sounds. You can check it out for free <laughs> on iTunes. Uh, and as Zach always says, we're the Grim Panel, and thanks for geeking out with us. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 